Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. What is happening, everybody? This is Eric J. Olson. As you know, every day, Kevin or I do a solo episode where we talk about what we're doing to grow our digital marketing agency, Array Digital. There's a lot to learn. We have a huge goal of growing to $100 million. We're far from there. And so we know that we can't do it ourselves. We need to leverage the experience of other entrepreneurs. And so one of the things that we like to do from time to time is bring other entrepreneurs onto the show, interview them. This is not a super long interview. We're talking 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes. But today I have the pleasure of hosting Jason Williams. Hey, Jason. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you making the time. Well, Jason, I, I could kind of guess from your shirt and the book behind you what you do. But for those who aren't watching the video and for everyone else, actually, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. All right. Again, Jason Williams, and I am an EOS implementer. That's a person who takes the EOS system and helps other companies uh, implement it into their, their business. Uh, to summarize what I do, I help entrepreneurs get more of what they want out of their company the simplest and shortest way to put it. And we work with companies that, that range from about 10 employees up to 250, usually a million or more in revenue. Excellent. So for those who are not familiar with EOS, what is that? So first of all, it's not ChapStick. I, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the EOS brand of ChapStick. I am not, but I got my ChapStick right here. And uh, it is not software. So I just wanted to kill the two misconceptions right off the bat. What it is, is it's a system of simple tools that just help people get more out of their business. Actually, one of the pushbacks that, that we get, or wouldn't even say pushback, I'd say the hesitation is, but it's so simple. If it really works, why isn't everybody doing it? Which is actually a great question. Just simple, practical tools that help people get more out of the company. Got it. So is, is this something you created? Absolutely not. It was created by a guy named Gino Wickman, who's a lifelong entrepreneur out of uh, Detroit. He started this uh, years ago. And actually he was a successful entrepreneur and then came out of that retired and found out that he had a real knack and talent for helping entrepreneurs in their journey. And so he set out to make it and create a, a system and, and really the system isn't you completely unique. You know, you're going to see other books and other systems that are out there. I think what makes EOS stand apart is the simplicity. Gino really had a knack for figuring out how to communicate this to guys like me. I really like simple stuff. That's why I was drawn to EOS initially when I first heard about it. And he dumbed it down to something that literally everybody in my organization and any other organization can understand and implement. You know, I, you said simple, dumb it down. I, I think that's really important because as entrepreneurs, we all have so much going on. It's like there's a burden when you try to do something new, like you, you get really excited, right? So like the book behind you is called Trash and that's Gino Wickman's book. And I've read it. And, and when you read it, it's like, you're like, oh, I'm gonna do all the stuff. But the reality is you're already doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And so now right. you've got to like squeeze it in. And so like for us, as an example, we picked like what, what I thought was not even we, I picked what I thought were the critical components, like the most critical components of EOS and I started to implement them, KPI dashboard, leadership meetings, the pulses, right? The, the quarterly pulses and whatnot, weekly and quarterly and annual pulses. Yep. So I think those are important, but like, it's a lot to do all these different systems. And there's 
what are there like dozen different things that EOS prescribes? There's a total, there's five foundational tools and you mentioned a few of them right there. And then there's 20 total tools. So usually what we do, like in my job, if I'm going to come in and work with a company like yours, we're going to spend the first three times that we meet together, getting those five foundational tools in place and creating traction in your business. Especially the first meeting I do, we actually build the five tools, but it takes about a year to really get them clicking in your business where everybody's committed and functioning at the highest level for those tools. But you touched on it. It is, it's hard to do on your own. I did it on my own when I first heard about EOS about four years ago, self-implemented. And I think if I was now being a professional at this, if I had to assess, I got 30%, 40% of the way there, it made a difference. I mean, if the listeners want to buy the book traction, you're going to get tremendous value just out of reading the book and, and doing what you did, Eric, which is implement a few things that make sense. But we talk a lot about it's a proven system. Uh, we've implemented in more than 15,000 companies now across the world. And wow. so we've been tested and tried in virtually every market. And it works, but it doesn't work if it's Jason's EOS. It has to be the proven system of EOS, which is a full send with a professional implementer kind of holding your hand along the way to help you figure out how this implements into your company. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, there should be no modifications, right? Just do it as prescribed. And like you said, there's been 15,000 or more implementations. There's been a lot of lessons learned. I'm sure that what's in traction and what you teach was not the first version of what Gino was doing. But by the way, do you know like where, did Gino just do this in his company? Like, and over time he's like, wow, I think I've got a framework here. Uh, Gino, uh, he started his entrepreneurial journey about 21, and I believe it was at the age of 25 that he was called back into his dad's company. They were struggling, having a tough time. He came back in, helped turn it around, worked with them like seven years. And then he was working out the systems then. Like one of the things that he was doing is he would do kind of the vision casting for the year and set goals. And he found out everybody fell off after about 90 days no one was paying any attention to what they had talked about 90 days ago. And that's when he figured out the quarterly rhythm. So a lot of it is experience-based and he just put the, the tools together over time. He also took stuff like uh, we talk about uh, right people, right seats. That's the accountability chart is the tool there. I mean, he got right people, right seats right out of good to great. I mean, that's straight yeah. out of good to great. Yeah but he took it and he made it a lot more practical over his years of entrepreneurial experience and then figured out how to make it practical for other people too. Nice. That's excellent. Well, cool. How did you get started in this business? Actually a fellow EO member who I've been friends with for years, Troy McCollum gave me a call uh, one day. I mean, completely out of the blue, there was no context to it. He just said, how are you doing? And I owned two companies at the time and uh, I whined a lot to him. And at the end of the conversation, he said, you really need to read the book traction. And I said, okay. And I did not read it. He called me back a few months later and said, check up on me again. And I gave him the same story. He said, well, did you read the book? And I said, no. And he said, read the book, basically stop your whining and read the book. I read the book and I did a full send as much as I could on my own. I think that second phone call was October or November, about four years ago. And I did a full send in January and it just, it turned everything around for both my companies. It was phenomenal. I literally coming into this, I, I had 20 some years of, of business experience, 25 years of business experience. And I, I was going, why didn't anyone tell me this stuff? Like, yeah. It's so simple. It's so straightforward. Like how to run a meeting, 
Why didn't anybody tell me how to run a meeting? My meeting sucked. And now there's a couple staff people here that'll tell you uh, it's their favorite. It's their favorite thing we do every week is a meeting. Uh, hmm. which is phenomenal. So uh, I give him the credit for that. Uh, that's how I found out about it. And uh, then fast forward three years later, I got interested in helping other people in 10 years was my, was what was here. In 10 years, all but I took a meeting with EOS to find out what it was about and did a lot of check-in, checked in with some of my mentors, the people who know me well. Everybody said, this fits you like a glove. You need to do it. And so I did the send. Instead of in 10 years, I did it in three months. So Wow. Good for you. About a year now. Very cool. You know, you, you said like, uh, no one teaches us these things, right? Yeah. And uh, it's not like part of the curriculum in school where they're like, hey, here's how you run a meeting. No, like you have to learn these things on your own. And so most people, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you just kind of fumble your way through it, right? And you're making mistakes and you're hopefully learning as you go and you improve a little bit, improve a little bit, improve a little bit. And maybe one day you'll actually get good at it. But, you know, like I have this, this saying where like the best way to learn is by experiencing yourself. The second best way is to learn from others. And, and that means like the books that are behind me, if you, yep. I'm pointing, you can, you can tell I'm pointing. I just can't tell what, what side to point on, but yeah, you know, books, I read constantly. I talk to people like you and like you said, uh, just uh, basically like a random phone call from Troy saying, and, and him listening to you bitch and moan about the problems and he shared with you experience yep. sharing, which is part of EO, which is the entrepreneurs organization, very similar to EOS in letters, right? But that's the entrepreneurs operating system is that what it is yep yep so and troy wasn't a member of eo at the time by the way and, and neither either were you right so that it's interesting right. that you had that conversation four years ago. i just met troy maybe six months ago but and, and now we're all part of eo but and and that that's kind of the point of eo but also just the point of like hanging out with other entrepreneurs and talking to people and doing podcasts like this either being on a podcast interviewing someone or or like for the audience listening like this is they don't teach us in school, but you don't have to stop learning. This is the opportunity to learn. Yep. And that's been a big part. Even though I'm, I'm an EOS implementer, uh, I consume books like crazy trying to get better at what I do. Because you mentioned like, like implementing when you do EOS, like follow the prescription, which is true. The system is the system, but there's always variations too, which is why I read as much as I can to help other businesses tackle situations that might not fit perfectly with EOS. They may have a little caveat, which everybody does, and that helps as well. So that continual learning, you can't stop. Yeah, agreed. Well, cool. What, what do you think are some mistakes that you have made along the way? And, and, and how did you adjust when you realized that you made a mistake? Well, since we're talking about EOS, I'll talk about that mistake first, and then I'll back up a little bit for you. So Mistake in EOS is we had a pretty clear target market in EOS, which I think everybody needs to have. We teach that in EOS is to have a target market. And when I first started, I launched outside the, I was so excited to help other business owners that I spent way too much time outside my target market, uh, which is ironic since it's what I teach, but I just wanted to help people. But you can't help people outside your target market if your system's not designed to tackle that target market. So I learned that in the first few months, shifted my direction several months ago, and it made a huge difference. So that's the mistake I made with EOS, is target market mistake. As an entrepreneur, I really had a penchant for jumping into businesses that weren't scalable. 
And so if you've read E-Myth, it talks about, you know, the baker who wants to grow a bakery. Well, it's one thing if you're a baker who wants to bake and you want to buy yourself a job. So you open up a shop and you just bake 40 hours a week. And that's what you do. That's one thing. That was not me. I wanted to grow a business, but I kept selecting areas I was interested in instead of being strategic and intentional about what I wanted the end result and exit plan to be. And so I continuously chose companies that were not very scalable or at least very difficult to scale. Yeah. And so if I've got any, any advice for new entrepreneurs is start with the end in mind and think about how you want to exit. And if you want to sell your business, you can't be the baker that bakes all the time and then sell the business. The value is in you, not in the company. That's right. Yeah. So like you said, I, I would agree. Like ideally you'll, you'll actually pick a business that somehow fits you, but you'll mold that business so that you one day don't even have to be there. Like imagine that, like the business can run without you and, and you go off to Europe for a month, right? right? Like, wouldn't that be amazing? But you have to have a lot of things in place. You have to have systems in place. You have to have people in place. You have to have other people actually doing the operations of the business. So yeah, if you're the baker and no one else can bake like you and you can't afford to hire other people that can bake like you, or they won't listen to you, like you got a lot of problems. Like you're just right. like you said, you've created a job for yourself and you're stuck. And yeah. it's, 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 but now the alternative is if you find yourself in that location where you're stuck as the baker, you have a decision to make. Do you want to stay there or do you want to now after the fact change the business somehow to get you out of that position. And right. I think in a lot of these cases, they can be changed. So even if you don't pick the right business that's scalable without you in the beginning, you can change the business potentially even beyond what your normal skill set is to make it like that. Yep. That's actually, so one of the companies that I currently own is a, uh, a high-end photography company. And that company, we're currently in the process of developing a plan to switch it to a brokerage. Basically, there you go that company is going to do all the things that everyone else hates doing, which is booking the client, asking for payment, doing the sales session afterwards. Most photographers just want to shoot. Yep. They want to go out, have fun, shoot. Some of them want to edit, but nobody wants to invoice and do all the, the dirty work behind the scenes of like the organization. So we're trying to shift it again. That was a company I started 12 years ago, not very scalable. Now we're looking at a scalable model. Yeah, but yet it got you to where you're at. So right. it served a purpose, right? But I, I think that's that's really smart is, is to figure out how can we change this business? So that's great. So you're going to do like, are you going to do some of the front end stuff like the sales and then also the back end servicing, invoicing, chasing down those payments, et cetera? Yeah, so I, just to give you just a, the 10 cent version, most photographers, we call them shoot and burn. They photograph you and they give you a hundred images and then you've got this CD or these files on your computer. Yeah. Nobody does anything with them. They charge a low amount. Most people want something more than that. They don't know what to ask for. So we would do the initial like console, set up the shoot, and then we do the sale of actual physical items virtually. So we can work with anybody in the country doing that, um, set up a virtual session, and then we would ship, process and ship all the stuff to the, the client. So the photographer's going to end up actually making more money and doing less work. And then Love we're going to take a piece of it as well. So it makes sense here. Uh, we're still fleshing out the model and seeing if we can get other photographers to buy in. Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, like what you said, I, I think should be everyone's goal is basically make more money, do less work, 
actually provide more value. And it could be done, especially if you put effort into creating systems and processes so that they start to run themselves right. versus you having to do all the work all the time. So yeah, pretty awesome, man. Pretty awesome. Well, hey, let, I'm, I'm not going to ask that second to last question, but uh, if, if someone wanted to like start a, an engagement with you, an EOS like co coaching, is that what you call it EOS coaching? Yeah. Coaching is the right word. Consulting would be the wrong word. So we come in, one of the things that we do, it's a little different than a, well, a lot different than a consultant is I'm not trying to get in with a client and work with them for the next 10 years. Uh, we have basically a two year window uh, that we recommend um, to teach someone the system. And then I get out of their way and let them run. So that's something that's a little bit different about EOS. We're giving you a system and then getting out of the way and letting you go. I think that's really smart. You know, like every time I've worked with the coach, there's a, a point in the relationship where you'll get together on your regular appointed time. And it's kind of like, so what do you want to talk about? And you're like, uh, right. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> and, and so at some point, like the value proposition kind of fades. And so I think it is pretty smart. If you're going to engage with the coach, there's a pretty clear like timeline. All right, hey, we're going to do this for a year or maybe in your case, two years. Like this is a two year program. So what's nice about that is like the system EOS acknowledges that exists and right. sets the parameters versus like each client being like, oh, I'll try this for three months. Now, this is a two year program. You need to be ready to commit for two years. So I, I think that's really smart how that's done. Yeah. And that is the deal. And we start, you asked kind of how we or how to get into, I'm not sure where the question was going, but I, what we do is we start free. So awesome. we try to provide value first before we ask for anything in return. So anybody who engages with me, the first thing I do is set up a 90 minute meeting where we give them some tools for free. We walk through the traction, the, the traction principles or the EOS tools and show them exactly the path that we're going to take them on for the next two years. And then they get to decide whether it's a fit for their company or not. And I Excellent. love that resonates with who I am as a person, because I don't like hearing, like, come in and give me, you know, give me $5,000 for the first meeting when you don't even know what I'm going to do for you or yeah. anything like that. So I love the way that we start by giving value before we ask for anything. Fantastic. So let's say that someone who's listening is like, all right, you know what? I would like more information. What is a good way for them to get in touch with you? Three ways to get in touch with me. Uh, first is going to be through the website, which if you're watching is on the screen, but if you're not, it's eosworldwide.com forward slash Jason dash Williams. You can email me at jason.williams at eosworldwide.com, or you can call or text at 757-572-7325. All right, everybody. You heard Jason. If you are interested, then reach out to him. The first consultation is on him. He'll even provide you with some free tools and get you moving in the right direction. You also heard from him. Check out Traction. It's on my bookshelf back here somewhere. I've read it. I've highlighted it. I've implemented parts of it. It's a great book. It's one of those entrepreneurial Bibles. There's a several, you know, there's several texts that are every entrepreneur should read. You mentioned Traction several times. You mentioned E-Myth. I read both of those. And there's quite a good to great right? That's another one. These are all things that people should be reading. Uh, it's in your best interest. It's great to get experience on your own, but learn from others, learn from someone like Jason. So reach out to Jason, eosworldwide.com slash Jason dash Williams. All right, Jason, appreciate it, bud. Thank you, Eric. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully you're getting amazing value out of it. 
We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.